Hello everyone and welcome back to the latest edition of the Good vs Evil podcast. I am course I'm Rigby and I am joined by Mella. Mella, how are we? Yes, not bad, not bad. It's a lovely day. It was it was a cold, cold winter's day. But as always, we have this lovely podcast to discuss the footballing results and how could we not after a superb week for both of us yeah it has been a superb week we've obviously had champions league football we've had the prem we had the league cup last night as well um so plenty of topics to get stuck into um so without further ado um let's not mess around there's only one place to start and of course it is at your club chelsea who beat Spurs comfortably 3-0 in uh, the London derby. Um, before we get on to Chelsea, let's talk about Spurs because they started the season well. We obviously had Andrew on the pod, so I thought we spoke about Spurs quite a lot recently. But the concerning thing for me yeah. is that now they just can't... They're not creating anything. They've got this sort... They, they're kind of trying to hold this defensive line. Their midfield is all over the place. And they just can't seem to find the right team. Now, I know they've had a couple of players out, especially on the wide areas, which is definitely going to cause some problems. And obviously, Harry Kane, I don't think he's already settled, but that's another topic that we'll talk about later. Um, but from a from an opposition's perspective, how easy was it actually to beat Spurs at the weekend? It seemed a tad too easy. It, it seemed a it seemed like it seemed like our predictions. It seemed that we were playing like a, like an a, a, like a decent side, but not a top side. And I think that just is a testament to our predictions, and it just makes our predictions more valid. Even though they did have a okay couple of games at the start of the season, I think this game showed that the chickens are coming home to roost their problems with the hurricane situation. The uh, change of manager, even though I think Dino is a great manager. Uh, I just think the morale must be a bit fucked up with Tottenham also, but they just seem to really flat. But let's not let's not take it away from the champion Europe. Uh, we, were, we, were, we were on it. We were just on our on our level to them. Yeah, I think you'd have to go up many levels of a of a left to even get to where we were from where they were. And we just showed our quality and why we are, in our predictions, title favourites. And even though there is there's a couple of teams that are doing just as good as us right now. You know, we, we had a very tough run-in. I'd probably say we had the toughest run-in. With a tough run-in than Jews, I'd say. That doesn't really mean much, but it was still a tough run. But I don't I don't know if it was the teams that just didn't get, that just, didn't, just didn't give much, or we just gave too much against them. But come on, 3-0 three, three against Tottenham. Uh, it, was a, it was a devastating second-half performance. I think in the first half you were... 
You weren't. I, I would not say you were dominant in the first half, but the problem was that Spurs had the ball and they just did not know what to do with it. Harry Kane kept dropping deep. No one was running behind. Um, it was all too in the middle, um, which I think we spoke about a few times. Um, so you didn't didn't really trouble you. I can only think of one moment when Son did go through and he didn't shift the keeper. So um, obviously it was an easy save for Kepa, who, who had a decent game as well, in all fairness. But uh, yeah, wasn't great for Spurs at all. Um, obviously we had Andrew on the pod a couple of weeks ago now. Um, and when I spoke to him um, recently, he said he, he reckons that if Spurs were to go and lose against Arsenal, which is the next game coming up, I believe, um, that Nuno would be in serious jeopardy of losing his job. Which I, I, And I, I said to him, you've got to be joking. And he said, that is the feeling among Spurs fans at the moment. Is there just so much frustration with the... With the how far with the fact that Spurs they seem to take a couple of steps forward and then a hundred steps back that until a manager comes in and just like blasts and gets them right to the top that the Spurs fans are never going to be satisfied because they've seen so much shit. But what are Spurs doing to show that they should be going to the top? Like they've not shown. Uh, they've not shown that. Well, from a business standpoint, they are, are one of the big six because they have sort they have the financials, they have up there, they have the stadium, they have all, all that bullshit. But they don't have that killer instinct right now. They're a team that that I feel that rely too much on one or two players. Like the whole round up, the whole. Everything of the squad isn't deserving of. Like they they should be doing. If they if they get a manager in, they'll bounce back and they'll start winning things. The defense is poor. Uh, goalkeeper's fine. I I would say defense is inexperienced. I I was talking. I, I was obviously you know I was away at the weekend. Um, but on Sunday we did watch a lot of football. Um, and I said that I can see promising signs in that Spurs defence because they're finally starting to get rid of that Asian defence. You know, they've brought in, obviously, that um that new lad at left back, uh, right back, um can't remember his name, it's made from Barca, is it? Um, who looks okay. Sorry? Emerson Royal. That's the one. That's the one, yeah. And then you got Wrigley on, on the left. Um, you've got, obviously, Roden coming at centre-back. They've got that, that other lad. Um from Atalanta, um, you know, and then you've still got Alvarez's that experience, um, and then you got Eric. So I, I would say the defense is just inexperienced. Um, if I'm honest, rather than that, than rubbish, um, or poor, as as you say. Um, but yeah, it's it's a tough one to dissect. I just think he's still figuring out his best team. Of course, he is. Um, he needs to get Harry Kane's head back into a Spurs shirt. Um, very very quickly um he's doing he frustrates me because he does what i think yes strikers dropping in midfield that's not a problem every so often but when you keep on doing it your midfield get the ball and you're like right who do i give this to oh my striker's right next to me so 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 you're almost like playing tiki taka in the middle and because especially in the second half when chelsea brought on the extra midfielder 
they just swamped them. Especially when you got a Kansai who just runs everywhere. He, he just get absolutely swamped. Speaking of Kansai, that second goal is a disgrace to football. <laughs> <laughs> it's an absolute disgrace. <laughs> how the how the hell did that ball deflect like that? Go at that yeah. angle, hit the post, and still roll over the line. <laughs> because Kante is a, is the best midfielder in the world right now. That's why. Oh, I just yeah. I, I felt for Spurs there. I was like, oh, get lost. <laughs> but they all count. They they all count. Um, of course. Yeah, yeah. There's no controversies no or VR. They're all goals. That the ball was offside. <laughs> all offside. Yeah. Even the deflection was offside. Uh, it was just. A wonderful, wonderful display. And he capped off, and Rudiger capped it off as well, didn't he? Is, is Rudiger the best centre-back in the Prem right now? Now, I'm, now, I'm going to say this so that you don't think I'm trying to say something else. Right now, performance-wise, at this point, I'm not saying all round. No, no, don't be all right. I mean, right now, with his, with right. his current form, with the current form that he's in. Right now, yeah. Really? There could be a, there could be a couple of other people like there could be there could be three. Who the three? I'd say him. I'd say Vir, Vir, I've not seen much of much of Virgil, but you just know that 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 quality cannot be diminished. And local are doing well, so Virgil is in there. Uh, and who would be? I put a massive pin there, so Virgil. Well, you, you do you. Uh, well that. One of the two of the partnership, at least, have to be in there. Yeah. Uh, um, there's, there's just a couple of men that I just feel like Thiago Silva, when he plays, is just on another level, also. Especially the Tottenham game. That header was a fucking drill. That header was your typical. Like elite centre back header goal. Uh, I wouldn't really know who else I'd say. Uh, I, I'm just digging the Chelsea uh, back three right now. I think, yeah. Uh, I'm just I'm just loving it. I think that's the most like the the way I also like football in the, in the way I can. I think I think the 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 back three needs to be perfect. Like last season, we kind of teetered. Between who was going to be in it? Was Zuma going to be in it? Was Christensen going to be in it? But Christensen, when he when he's playing, especially this season and also the Euros. But since since uh, last season, the kind of the end of last season, you could see that he was getting to his own. Then the Euros came along, and they, and he performed there. Now this season, he's got two. On it, men behind him. He's got the experience of Thiago Silva, and he's got a man possessed in, in himself, Rudiger. And you know that Christian is just feeding off that energy, and he's, he's confident. He's doing well. He looks like he's becoming a player that we all that Chelsea seen in him when they obviously got a uh, got him into the academy and they invest highly in him. Uh, also, the player that, that, that everyone first discovered at Gladbach when he was there, and they wonder. He's done really well there, and he's just 
crazy in great form. Just like, just like, um, also we, we know the likes of James and everything, but, but someone who's having an amazing season thus far is Marcus Alonso. Now, that man, that man hates Tottenham, but he hates, but he loves that they hate him. He, I, I, I think he was saying something that they're, they're all booing him. And he was just like, he feeds off it, he loves it. And I'm like, yes. Because right now, even though Chilwell's out that side, I don't want a Marcus Alonso to come out that side right now. No, he's in, he's in crazy he's 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 in crazy form, but obviously the three centre backs and then obviously if you've got like a Kante or something, it allows him to get up the pitch and he's such a clever lad. He's not the quickest, but he just he's so clever deciding when to go. And he doesn't get picked he, up half the time. He's, he's not like, he's one of those players where he's not the quickest, but his technical ability is just there. He's all round play. It's just great. Obviously he's he loves a good cross. Sometimes you question him going, right, you could have hit this ball to Kaku, you could have hit this ball to whoever. And there was a couple of times when going, oh, you could have hit him there, Lukaku's making the run. But then he finds a ball elsewhere and he kind of makes up for it. But, you know, maybe it could be a bit quicker redistribution, but when he hits that, that ball, and you know there's going to be trouble. And I feel like the all-round defence is, is, is the positive. Because we've got Chilwell in the left wing back, we've got Alonso left wing back, and the right wing back we've got James, sometimes Aspie, he doesn't switch into that right centre back role. Then we've got Christensen, Brudiger, uh, Saar, who made his debut uh, last night, you know, and Thiago Silva. We've got, and we've got a couple of youth lads that are, are coming in who are going to try and come in and, and impress. And obviously, I miss Kurtzu. But you know he's where he has to be. He's doing really well at West Ham. Uh, he's fitting in well. But the defense is just great. I'm, I'm not really seeing any set uh, like points where I'm going. Oh, that that's the weak point. I think they're they're kind of all getting to the road, and they're kind of just shelling. And I'm liking this nice broth that they're cooking up. But the the, the midfield is just crazy as well. There's a couple of times where I'm thinking. Mount needs to needs to just play a bit better. I think he's been one of the weakest in, in the midfield, especially the attacking front so far this season. Obviously, he's not had a bad game. He's just been the one that's not been as on it as the rest. But you know, Kante has had, had had his injury issues, but when he plays, but he doesn't disappoint. And especially in these games against Tottenham, especially in the games against Liverpool, etc. You want your players to be on it. And they were on it. Even with the draw against you, it was still, I feel, a good draw. And it was, I think, the only goal we've conceded in the Prem this year so far. So I'll take that. Even though it's still early doors, I'll take that. Uh, and we're just looking fantastic right now. But yes, couldn't be happier. And also, and also Kepa getting a game, getting a clean sheet, making a, a decent stop up from Son early on and then just, you know, keeping his cool. I think his redemption story is still to be written, but he's doing well so far. So that remains to be seen. And I'm just buzzing, man. I'm happy. God. 
I don't like I don't like hearing you talk about Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Nah, fair play. Uh, very exciting times, of course, and a solid performance. Um, it's a big one of the weekend, though. It's a big one. It's it's a it's probably even bigger than when Chelsea, when you obviously come into Anfield this one, Chelsea and City. Um, arguably because if you guys go there and beat City. Are we yeah. already ruling City? Uh, listen, and I know they can pull a point back, and they've done it before, and that's not exactly what I'm getting at. But they, if City go and lose to Chelsea at the weekend, does that damage City's ego enough? To, especially with another, you know, us and United, who, Liverpool United, who, who are on their tail, obviously that will be ahead of them as well. Does that damage them too much to say that? All right, they can bring it back, and they might, of course, but it'll be the first big blow of the season, shall we say, in terms first sort of, not knockouts, but um, mega punch, would you say? I think yes, and I also think no. I think if they were, if, if, when, when Chelsea beat City this weekend, <laughs> I think if City lose, I think it will be the domino effect of it will hit these these city players into gear. I think something needs to change right now at City. I think they they just don't look like it's still early doors. All the things you just said they're true. They can still come back. I think if they were to lose, I think it's the result that they need to give them a kick up the arse. Yeah, and they need to go look. We need there's something there's something wrong here. We, we need to assess what's going on. And Pep's a tactician at the best of times. Uh, so he needs to figure out what's wrong. He needs to look at his boys and go, right, who, who's not given, who's not given enough? Uh, who, who doesn't play well together? Who plays well together? Is the system working for this player? You know, what's actually the problem? And they need to, and they need to assess that. Yeah. You know, You've got you've got teams like Liverpool and Chelsea right now, but they've got, also the the both teams have got great individuals in there, but as a team they're on it and they all gel off each other. City are lacking. Well, I mean, City C- C- City obviously drew the weekend, didn't they? They drew nil nil. They didn't have a shot on target for a very long time, and this is at home, yeah. so that is the scary fact. They should have been one down because they should Southampton should have been given their penalty. Um. I don't know if you've yeah. seen it, Miller, but listen, I, I've i heard arguments. For me, he's given it. I can't see why that is a clear and obvious error because he's, clear, he's not got anywhere near the ball. He stopped the lad having a shot, a clear shot, which is why the ref's given yeah. the penalty in the first place. So I personally think they got away with one massively there. They really did. And, you know, Sons have got a really good performance in um, and probably would have done And as... Um, as uh, Hasbrutal said in his interview, you know, it was almost a perfect performance of the Etihad. You just needed that little bit of luck, and they they, they they didn't get it with the penalty. But, yeah, I thought that was a bit outrageous. But that'll be a bit worrying for, for City fans. I mean, they obviously, they lost their, their opening game. I think they've drawn... They've drawn two... No, they've drawn one game. So, one now. So, they are three points behind the rest. So... Yeah, three points behind the rest, so not a terrible gap at all. We're early on in the season, only five games in, of course. So, 
I don't want anyone to think what I've just said about City is me ruling them out. Absolutely not. If anyone, if anyone understands not to rule City out of a title race, it's it's definitely us at Liverpool. But I'm looking at the other three teams and I'm just seeing a bit stronger. But we'll see what happens. City, if they need, if they can get, if they, if they can stay within. If they can stay within three to six points by Chris after Christmas and bring in a striker in January, a top quality striker, they'll be right back in it. So that's how quickly things can change, especially when you've got all the more money in the world, I assume. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, last thing, I also think with the game, we're going to the game weekend, Tuchel's record against the top six is just, it astounds me. Like, and also, also his record against Pep recently, especially, you know, he, uh, he beat him, what, three times in, like, in, like, a couple of months, or whatever it was, and he beat him twice in a matter of weeks, the Champions League final, and then that time, and, and the, the cup, was the cup, was it, I think, at least, and he's, got, he's certainly got his number. He certainly got Pep's number, and also that the result uh, last week doesn't give him any confidence going into this. So, will 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 be more Tuchel magic, more Don Tuchel sorcery, or will Pep finally get that notch over Tuchel in the Premier League? We'll find out, everyone. Sadly, we will indeed. Um, I'm not another game, obviously weekend. Now this one. This one I find hard to talk about because I went through so many emotions watching this one. And it was, of course, it was West Ham against Manchester United. Oh, dear God. I went through so many emotions. I really did. Obviously, West Ham took the lead. Uh, we're talking about deflections. West Ham definitely got a, a lucky one there with Ben Rama's goal. But they'll they'll take it. Um, nice to get one back. Obviously, get the equaliser through Ronaldo. Um... And then in the second half, West Ham, they're probing, probing, they're the much the better team, you know, they can't seem to, to keep the ball for the life of them. And then Jesse Lingard comes on, um, rectifies his mistake earlier in the week in the Champions League with an absolute thunderbolt of a strike. I mean, you can never let him onto his right foot. Why do defenders not understand? You don't let a right footed player get onto his right foot. I just, I don't get it, but... I suppose you don't expect him to put it in the top corner, but at this level, you know, you have to expect that. Um, but anyway, that's just me picking on them uh, for no reason. But And then West Ham get this penalty. Um, first and foremost, is it a penalty, Miller? Is this a harsh penalty or is this one right to give? Because we, we've spoken about handball quite a few times already this season. Of course we do. It's, it's one of the most... Yeah contentious rules in football especially around the penalty area because it's has the player made a deliberate attempt to move his hand to block the ball or is he just hitting his hand it's 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 one that it's it's one of those rules I, we, we, you, 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 yeah. no one seems to be able to to completely agree on which is a bit mad for me this one felt like it was in a bit more of an unnatural position if i'm honest I'm I'm kind of teetering between us. I kind of think I kind of teeter between the the two because I'm like, is it or is it not? Like I'm, like I've said for many other ones this season, I've, I, there's reasons why I give it and there's also reasons why I wouldn't. 
uh, and also there's other referees that are different in a way with the way they function the game. Uh, I don't. I think the 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 players in a position where I think honestly he can't stop what's about to happen. Like when when he's sitting there, I don't think he could stop himself from the from the situation and it's not deliberate as, as been the ones that we've seen in the past but I can see why the referee has decided to give it from where he was standing and also you know player reactions also opposition play reactions also can't benefit themselves to the ref decision but it was a hard it was harsh-ish, I feel. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it's 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 a fifty-fifty. <laughs> if I'm honest, I mean, you know, you can argue where the defender meant to put his hands, and I get that argument. But what I would also say is, it's the last second of the game, and that hand where it is has just stopped the ball coming in the box. So, you know, you can look at it like that as well. Um, I I know that we play football, both of us. Um. Usually we were both on the bench, but that's another conversation for another day. But um, yeah, we've played football. We understand that our hands go everywhere and whatnot. But I think you know the way football is these days. Defense has got to be a little bit smarter. Just not have your hand that high up. I know I'm not expecting to keep it by your side, but just be a bit smarter because they're gonna keep giving these otherwise because they have to because it's stopping. It's stopping big chance at the end of the game, it, which could be goal scored, and that's why they have to give them. So, yeah, it was um, it was a fifty-fifty. I'm yeah, I'm I'm gonna say that it was the the right decision. Um, but yeah, that is what it is. Um, and then West Ham decide to decide. You know what, Gareth Southgate, you did the right thing over the summer, and we're gonna prove it by doing the same thing. And as soon as I see this happen, I went. It's over. <laughs> it's over. I know how good Martin Oval is at a penalty. He's took quite a few over the years for them. But And listen, at the end of the day, if he'd scored, we'd be saying how much of a hero Dave Moyes is and Martin Oval is. So, you know, I'm completely contradicting myself completely here. I really am. But, yeah, just such a tame penalty because he's just not been getting the feel for the ball, I suppose. I mean, we're, we're clutching at straws. Anyone can come off the bench and just put the ball in the back of the net. But... Um, with that much pressure, yeah, it was a it was a strange one for me. Um, and I think it would have been a fair result two two. Um, the only thing I would say is probably Ronaldo was denied a few penalties. Um, I think the the first two in the second half were definitely penalties, not the third one. Um, and United to come away with with three points, and I call that Jammy Manx. Yes, I also call that. It's your typical United result, isn't it? It is, but at the end of the day as well, these are the performances that you need to be challenging for the title. Because you know, again, if they drop points, they will be two, they would now be two points behind um, us, Liverpool and Chelsea. Um, and you're on the back foot, or you're starting to get on the back foot already. Um, because they can grind out results like this, they're still up there. And you know, again, early days, so I'm clutching at straws, but. Um. Yeah, it was a um, 
for non-United, I was watching it in a pub in Newcastle, with loads of United fans in, uh, it was unbearable, I was really angry for about half an hour after that, um, but it is what it is, and um, fair play to United, um, although they didn't manage to beat West Ham again during the week, but we will get on to that later on. Um, there's another team I want to talk about, even before we go into Liverpool, Mella, um, and it's Brighton. Um, yeah. Now, I, now I, I obviously didn't see this game live, uh, only seen the highlights once or twice, so I have not got a viv- a, too much of a vivid idea of actually what happened in this game. What I do know is that they won 2-1, and they have had a fantastic start to the season, Brighton. They really, yeah. really have. They've grinded out results, and by the sounds of it, they've been quite dominant in games as well. Um, they're obviously they're in the fourth at the moment. They're two points ahead of City and Everton. Um, happy days. I'm not saying they're going to stay there, not at all. But um, well, back scoring goals for them. So is Mope. Things are looking really good for them right now. It doesn't look like they're missing um, Ben White too much at all, does it? It doesn't. It looks like. I've talked about the transfer fee and everything and how Brighton robbed and how Brighton benefited. But usually, when you lose, when, when, when a team like Brighton lose their best player for a big fee or whatever, they kind of drop, drop, you fit and drop off and suffer from it. But they look like they've just blossomed from the whole thing. Um, and you know, they, they can go and use that 50 million to strengthen their squad further uh, than it already is playing right now. And their squad looks great. They're playing well. They could even use that money to strengthen even further and can bridge yeah. the gap in, in their own minds um, from I where th- they think they should be. I think the key, Miller, as well, is I'm just looking at that result, is the teams that they took points off, which is quite crucial. So the start of the season, they beat Burnley 2-1. Then they beat Watford 2-0. Okay, lost to Everton, that doesn't matter. Then you beat Brentford. Okay, and then so, so three of those teams that I've just mentioned there, Burnley, Watford, Brentford, you're expecting to be them competing to, to stay in the Prem against these type of teams. So to take yeah, points off them is, yeah. is is massive. I mean, we see so many times some teams who are near the bottom who don't do well against their rivals, but then they get the odd result against like the top six, but it's never enough because they're taking points off the wrong team. They're, do- they're doing what Norwich should be doing. Yeah, that's a fair statement, definitely. It's definitely a fair statement um, in that regard. That's, that's, that's why Norwich as a team keep going down and up because they do okay. They do, oh, I mean, they, they, they didn't do all right against Liverpool, but they do okay against the top teams, but then they get destroyed against the teams that they're up against. And then obviously the teams, if you're, if you're getting beat every week by the teams that you're up against, you ain't going to can stay up, are you? So if Brian can continue taking notches off their positional rivals and then occasionally get a decent result against one of the big teams, then Brighton will have a great season, and I hope they do. I'm a big fan of uh, their manager, a great fan of some of their players. Um, yeah, Graham Potter's good. Graham Potter's a good manager. He's got a good, he's got a good football brain, so, um, yeah, they'll, they'll, um, you definitely back them to continue... Um, on this um good form um and long may continue for Brighton fans, um right we throw what everyone else we're getting but we're getting to my boys I'm putting my foot down <laughs> because I love 
how everyone keeps writing us off and we just keep rising to the occasion. Um, I really I... do. And not you, not talking about you, not talking about you, because to be fair, you are one of the very few that at the start of the season was still backing us as well, to be fair, weren't you? Yes, yes. So don't worry, I, mean, I, I wasn't aiming it at you, Villa. <laughs> um, yes, as much as I don't want you to win, I'm very fucking confident that you will win most of the time. You know, and, and, and I'm correct for assuming so, because you're, you're, just, you're just about to speak on why, and you are. Yeah, it's um, a very decent performance at home um, against Palace. Um, 3-0, you can't complain too much. Sadio Mane uh, opened the scoring, of course, as we know. Um, it was a very, it was a, it was a tap. It was a, it was a decent corner, actually. I think it was from Trent or, or Simicast, I can't remember. Um, and obviously Salah met it really, really well. It was saved, Mane taps it in. Fantastic stuff. Um, later on in the game, Salah made it 2 0. He just can't stop scoring, and that was on his. Um, was it Mane or Salah's 150 Premier League appearance? I think it might have been Mane's or Salah's. I can't remember. It's one of the two. It might have been both. No, wasn't it Mane's 100 Premier League goal? Yeah, Mane's 100 Premier League goal, Salah's 150th appearance. That's right, Miller. Yes, top lad. Um, and then Naby Keita with a volley of dreams doing his best Eric Cantona imp- celebration impression. Just standing uh, on the pitch, just looking around at the crowd. It was a, was that, a fantastic was that, volley. Was that just him in complete shock that it happened? Or was that him imitating the great Cantona? Um, I mean, hang on a minute. Great Cantona? <laughs> No, I'm joking. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, I don't know. You have to ask him. But um, yeah, dominant performance from the Reds. Um, again, this was a three o'clock kickoff, so I didn't get to watch this live. Um, at all, I'm afraid. I've obviously watched as many highlights as I can and and stuff like this. Um, but yeah, we're we're, we're still up there. Uh, we're looking strong. A clean sheet as well. Um, yeah, pretty 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 decent work from the Reds there. Up. Absolutely. Um, Salah's just on another level. Salah is, at the moment, the best player in the Prem. No one else is closer to his form, in my opinion. And I'm even putting Lukaku in this. But what Salah's doing for Liverpool is ridiculous. You know, he's covering it right back. He's creating chances. He's scoring goals. He's just absolutely phenomenal. He's definitely going to be... At the end of his career, even if he leaves Liverpool next season or two years or whatever, he is a Liverpool legend. He's going to be classed as one of the greatest uh, wide midfielders or wingers um, to ever play for Liverpool, which is a, a huge statement. We've had some top quality ones down the years, um, but he's definitely, definitely near the top. Um, and long may it continue um, for the Red side of Merseyside. Um, we've obviously got Brentford at the weekend away, so you would expect us to um, to, to go and win that. Um, and then it's obviously the big one after that, which is City. City got hard to a couple of fixtures actually coming up, haven't they? They've got um, you lot, and then they've got us. Um, so we between the, the two of us, we could really um, send them down the peck in order, um, which would be lovely, yes. lovely stuff. That's a scary thing for them because because when when we beat them on Saturday and then 
you know, they'll be sitting there fucked up. They, they could be sitting there all fucked up in their own mind. And then if they get beat by yous, or, or shall I say when, uh, then that's six points dropped, maybe possibly four points dropped, best case scenario. And, you know, their head will be all over the place. Then they'll need to try to bounce back. So that's still a lot of points dropped. And then we, we also have a lot of points gained. But obviously, as we said before, we can't not count City out because they've come back from deficits before that were massive and more higher than this. So we'll just need to wait and see. But I'm confident that you can get that you can beat them. You know, you're miles ahead of them in form right now. So I, I can't really say with much confidence that they, they can go and beat you at this point. And it's at Anfield as well, so um, that will be oh, a very, a very, um, a very intriguing fixture to say the very least, Mella. Um, I can't believe I'm saying this, Mella, but Arsenal won again. I also can't believe that you're saying this. I also can't believe that I was also saying this other day. And everyone, you all know that I my my, my Arsenal segment is something I cherish in the podcast, but. Right now, and, and I'll say, and I'll say, right now, oh they're not giving me the reason to mourn, and not giving me the reason to rev them, even though, wadi die, you're getting a couple of results and a couple of wee cheekies. Against relegation still rivals, I may add. Still shit. <laughs> still terrible. You know, I mean, I'll say this, I'll change my approach. What a free kick by Odegaard. Uh, and, you know, I can see, I've seen changes in the side the last couple of weeks. Players coming back, Gabriel coming back, Ben White, you know, kind of slipping back in there. Saka. You've always, you've always you've Saka, you've got Tierney, you've got Martinelli. You even get Aubameyang, uh, Lacazette coming back in there. You've got Smith Rowe, who's, who's you know, proven player who I also rate highly. You get all these players coming back, and you can kind of see the starting eleven that Arteta wants. You can kind of see the players that you try like get back to full fitness, and you can see the players that he's molded into the position. And um, also, then their right back is quite good. The one from Serie A, I can't pronounce his name. I'm not going to try. Tommy Asu. Uh, Tommy Asu, yes. Uh, he's also a great player from what I've seen. Um, they, all I can say is they're improving. I can't say they're not because they have. They've got wins now. I can't say they're not improved. But they've not been tested yet and they've not given me that performance yet where I can go fair play Arsenal. I mean, obviously, good. You've got a couple wins against your relegation rivals. We can say that to the dickheads, but until they go and convince me otherwise that I should give them praise and I should say, job well done, I won't do it yet. If they go, for instance, and pump an Aston Villa 3-0, for example, or they get a great result against Leicester, something like that. You what, get the result get, what, what, what if they beat Tottenham at the weekend? If they go and be talking at the weekend and like if I'm watching it and it's 
a great game. Both sides are on it, and an Arsenal going win. Yes, if Tottenham go and play like a bunch of idiots, and you know, and the and Tommy Asu scores a deflected strike from the halfway line and it goes in, then yes, I'll laugh at Tottenham. I'll also go Joe Arsenal fair play because I also don't like Tottenham. But <laughs> you know what? Scrap it. I will give Arsenal a pat in the back. See you in the next podcast, everyone. If Arsenal beat Tottenham, I will dedicate a positive segment to Arsenal and we'll rib on Tottenham for 10 minutes. Everyone, look forward to that. Will it happen? Or will I rib Arsenal for being shy bags? It remains to be seen. Tune in next week, everyone. To see. It's a nice little little preview. Um, You mentioned 3-0 against Villa, so that leads me on to another result, and it was Everton bottling it already. Can't, couldn't keep up with the big boys. Losing 3-0 to Villa. <laughs> Getting absolutely pummeled. Happy, happy days for myself. No, I'm not joking about yeah, it. I, I, I think uh, this result shows that I think we we are right about our Everton predictions. I think there'll be a yo-yo side this scene. I think it will be, it may be too harsh to say this already, but I think they'll do great for a few games, then they'll do poorly for another few games, and they'll yep. do great again, they'll do shit. Maybe. I think they'll just teeter between that 10th, 9th or so. I think they're just going to stay there. I think they'll get good results, then they'll just go and ruin their confidence and have bad results. I yep. don't think they'll have much consistency this season. Well, talking about that, the yeah, confidence, obviously, they, they just lost to QPR in the League Cup as well. Yes, on pens, but, well, was it on, no, was it on pens? Yeah, it was on pens, yeah. Yeah, it was. You're still, you're still losing to fucking QPR. Do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter if it was in the cup or it was pens or whatever. Even though you got to pens, if it was in the league, you still drew it. You didn't win in any way. So, yeah, it makes our point even more valid. I think there'll be a team that will have no consistency, but they'll be consistently inconsistent, <laughs> and and that's it. And that's how we're, I think we're going to see it. Will they prove me wrong? I don't know. Even we, James Rodriguez, off the fucking guitar. Oh, I seen that. I, I, I personally, unless something's happened on the training pitch that they just they don't think he cares anymore, he just won't play for them anymore. Then fair enough. But he was so good for them. Last season, I mean, I remember the performance at, um when he went away to Old Trafford when they turned that game around. He was a big part of it, so yeah, it's um a, a mad one for me. Um, after a bit, I'll look into a bit more to be honest because it still baffles me, um, how that has um ended so long after it was so promising for so long. Um, but yeah, we'll I mean, we'll I mean, all laugh at the toffees. Yeah, I mean, we all knew, we all knew. That he only moved to Everton for Ancelotti, and as soon as Ancelotti went back to Madrid, you know, it, the writing was in the wall. Yeah. Yeah, that, and, and that's he, true. And he ain't going to get his move back to Madrid, is he? It's just not happening. So, you know, good luck to the boy, but. Nah. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> dearly, dearly me. Um, right, I'm just going to. Um very quickly run through the rest of um I think that's the second one that um I wanted to talk about. Obviously um Friday night game was Newcastle Leeds uh, caught the well, <coughs> last half an hour. Um before we talk about the match, 
I'm going to say something very generic here. Newcastle does not have a lot of places to watch the bloody football. <laughs> we were looking around for ages to find somewhere. I'm not talking about like loads of pubs, but like you couldn't get in. They just the pubs didn't have it on. Like it was absolutely mental. I couldn't believe it. No, do why? Do you know why that is? Why? Because no one wants to watch Newcastle or anyone play football. Because right now, Newcastle for football isn't fun. I suppose. I suppose that could be the reason. But it's still a disgrace for me. But um, obviously, you know, they they drew one all. Um, sounded like Newcastle probably could have could have won it as well. Um, so. Yeah, that finished one all that game. Uh, who else have we not spoke about? Uh, Norris lost three one to Watford. Watford taking points off uh, Norris. They're just not looking good. Expected. Yeah. Um. And um. Wolves losing to Brentford. Wolves are in um. They're in a bit of a mess at the moment. Um. Did very well in the cut last night against Spurs. Lost on penalties. No shame in that. A typical English player missing another penalty in Connor Cody. Um. I might add. Um. So yeah, not good for them. Um, and I think that's all the the prem results um rounded up there, Mela. Can I, I believe. just say before we think I, the reason why I love Brentford and the reason why I, I I'm rooting for them and whatever goals they have, I just love Ivan Tony. That man is giving me consistent points in fantasy league. <laughs> he's he's just doing the business. So you you know. I think I think if he if he keeps if he keeps this up, big teams will be coming in for him next season. Who knows? You know, mm, I, mm, I, I think I'm a big fan of him. I'm not saying Chelsea should buy him, but you know, maybe a big team will come in for him. And, he came know. from. Um, did he come from Peterborough or something? Because um, yeah, yeah. I I I with the Villa, so they obviously brought him in, um, and he's been absolutely superb. So. Yeah, fair play to him. Um, very quickly, Miller, before we talk about our next topic, uh, we will do our large thistle roundup. Um, and on behalf of the pod, I'm sure you will join me um, in wishing um, George Sewell a, a speedy recovery. Um, he got a bad little injury. Um, I think it was his arm, which the way he fell um, hit me a little bit because it was the way that um, I broke my arm in a football match um, as well, uh, just where... The other line, you toss him with him and he just falls on you and you go right on your arm. So, yeah, it doesn't look very good. So, um, all the best to uh, George for that if he sees this or hears this. Um, yes, it's George, if you wish you a speedy recovery, son, you'll be back stronger, don't you want? Indeed. Um, but they did draw 2 2, um, Largs Thistle in that game. They played um, a team against um, Karkantilic. Um, so, at home, not the worst result, not the best either. Um, and that's your large vessel, uh, very quick roundup. Um, now, Mella, to finish off, this is a very exciting time. We've already mentioned it's coming up to Halloween, it's coming up to Christmas, but that is not the reason why we are all so excited at the moment. It is because it's almost time to get the wallets out, to get the sweat. You ruined, my, you ruined my dramatic intro to the topic. <laughs> oh, I can't be bothered anymore. <laughs> it is, of course, uh, almost time for the new FIFA. Obviously, the early, um, the 10-hour um, early access trial sort of thing just came out yesterday um, as well. So how do we 
a little go on it yesterday, last night, uh, about an hour or so. I'm going to do um, a stream this afternoon, I think, as well for it. Um, but yeah, it feels good. The menus look really, really nice. Um, and I, I, I don't know about you, Miller, but I just love grinding the Ultimate Team. I really do. Are you a much of a Ultimate Team player yourself? You 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 know yourself. I'm an ultimate team player. I mean, yeah, I was I, I mean, I was I was I was going to say, are you a good FIFA player? But we played a couple of weeks ago, and we established that you are not. Um, <laughs> so, so we weren't going to go there. Um, but yeah, it's a very very exciting time. Is ultimate team the first thing that you grind uh, when a FIFA comes out, Miller? Yeah, I can't start off with it. I'm a big pro club. Span as well. I, I know you have connections to pro clubs. Uh, I, had a, I had a great season in pro clubs uh, for FIFA 21. Uh, my stats speak for themselves. I, I had a great uh, year of that. But, you know, ultimate team is something I like to grind. I like to get in. I like to do foot champs. I like to sweat that out every weekend. Um, well, yeah. it, it's foot champs has um, obviously changed this year. Um, I Still don't hundred percent understand it, um. But um, obviously after the first week, I'll I'll definitely know. But it's essentially is they've decided to put qualifying during the week. Um, okay. So you have to qualify every week. So you have to grind it during the week, and then if you get enough points or something, um, or enough wins, I'm not sure. Um, you essentially then get through to the finals at the weekend. Um, yeah, it's a bit. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. Sorry. Um, it's a very cold I mean, night. I, I think that sounds quite cool. I think that sounds quite cool. We'll we'll have to wait and see. It looks like um there's going to be more rewards as well. I think and I've just seen like that if you depending on how many wins you get on the win streaks, you get certain rewards for every twenty games or something like that. Um, so that's pretty good as well. So um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to to grinding it. Um, at the moment, I've packed well I, from my um reward packs for obviously played for the twenty one last year. I ended up getting eighty seven a mobile, um, which I feel like I get a mobile every bloody start of FIFA, but he's a proper tank, um, which is pretty good. And I've only got a little inform as well, so not not a bad start to the club. Of course, with the ultimate edition as well, we've got FIFA points coming, so I can't wait to get those packs opened and um. Get absolutely nothing in them, but still be happy because I can get loads of players, do all the FECs. Um, it's just a great time to be alive, FIFA. It really, really is. And you mentioned pro clubs there. Yep, I love clubs to pieces. Um, had a great time with the WMC boys last season. Um, I don't know if we're going to be getting together again because um, obviously different consoles uh, that everyone's on. I'm on obviously next gen now as well. Um, so I've, I've I've got a new I've got a couple of lads already lined up for another club um as well so that looks good um and of course career mode which i don't necessarily touch until I i'll touch it at the start but i won't grind it till a couple till about maybe november i'd say or uh, late october for me because it is just all about ultimate team and pro clubs um so yeah. Yeah. um after this pod i'm going to be getting on my computer and we're going to be doing a lot of like fcs on the web app and stuff i'm not going to waste time with my 10 hours doing that stuff um, as well. Um, so, yeah, it's a, a great time to be alive, Mella, 100%. And you're on Xbox, aren't you, as well? 
Um, so yes, 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 people, you can see the you can hear the excitement in our voices, and you all know that EA have got us by the balls every year. We get excited like this for little kids in Christmas. We are poisoned by their manipulation. But guess what? Even though we know they have us by the balls, even though we know that. They've got this foothold over us, even though we know... We've openly game... volunteered the... to open the legs. <laughs> even though we know the game possibly could be shit, but we're going to buy it anyway, we're going to play it for the next 365 days, it doesn't matter. We will buy that shit, and we will spend money on it, and we'll dedicate our lives to it. We will have no social life because we'll be on that game. I don't care. I know I've been defeated. I know they've got me. Rigby knows they've got that they've got him. Doesn't <laughs> matter. We're gonna buy that shit the day we die. I said I said to someone the other day, the, someone said to me yesterday, I was like, Oh, you're getting FIFA. And I went, Come on. You you know you know I'm getting it. Why would I not get it? They're like, well, why? It's terrible. And I'm like, Yeah, maybe it, it may be terrible at times, but I'm always gonna get it because they've got me. And I have no shame. No shame. <laughs> this pod's just turned into how EA have literally just seduced us all. <laughs> oh, dearie, I love it. Um, to finish off, Miller, of course, we did mention it was the League Cup during the week. Um, a big scout went out yesterday. We've already touched upon it. Uh, West Ham oh. beat United 1-0, um, which is happy, happy days. Although West Ham made it very hard for themselves because they created three huge chances at the end and they just couldn't put it away. Uh, I was really I was waiting for United to just get one at the end because that's just what they do, but they didn't, luckily. Um, your boys, of course, played Villa, took it to a penalty shootout. Um, that's as far as I know, but um, you won King that Kepa. game. Uh, pardon? King Kepa. <laughs> God damn it. King Kepa with his second penalty penalty shootout, scalp of the season. He's In- loving it. He is indeed. Um, Spurs and Wolves obviously played. Um, Spurs were two 0 up actually. Wolves brought it back. Um, and then I've already mentioned Conor Cody missing his penalty, so Spurs went through. Um, and then on Tuesday night, obviously Liverpool played Norwich. Um, we done the same thing as we did them at the start of the season. Um, won three 0 Happy performance. Minamino, top quality. A uh, great start. A great finish at the, uh, from the corner uh, early on. Uh, very alive. And then his second goal, which made it three 0 Um. Nice and composed, wasted, 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 and then pulled the trigger when the keeper wasn't expecting it. Um, and big props to Divock Rigi for getting his second as well. Simicat with a lovely cross. He's a player, right? That for the first time, right, I'm still nervous on the right back if we don't have Trent. Although Miller is pretty good, there will be times that will exploit us. But I think at left back, we're very well covered. I think Simicat is a, a very good backup um, to Robertson. Um, so yeah. yeah, I have him my fantasy team because of. Because obviously he's cheap, but also I know he's playing because Robertson's kind of part. But yeah, yeah, he's, he's a good, he's a good player. He's a good player. He's not bad. I mm-hmm. think we, we we just don't see how good he is because also Robertson's just on a different level. We obviously want him back. But he's a good player. He, you know, he fits in there well. He does his job. There's nothing more you can really say about that. He's a good player. Yep. Um. And then obviously City won six one against. A- Team, um, I'm not actually sure who it was. I just seen the one as I can't bother. They did first. They conceded first, and I just started laughing. But yeah, they came back and won convincingly. 
but who, but what team were they playing? I don't fucking know who they were playing. Uh, who does Aston Villa? Oh, my brain's gone. Who does Aston Villa play for now? It's not it's not it's not Wickham, is it? It is Wickham. Yeah, Wickham. Sorry, Wickham fans. If if there's any listening, I, I doubt there is because yeah, why would you be listening to this? I'm more um, likely. More likely to fans from Argentina than Wickham. <laughs> yep. Um, Leeds obviously be Fulham on penalties. Um, yeah, Brentford won 7-0 against Oldham. Um, Arsenal beat Wimbledon 3-0. Good for them. Um, Brighton is still in it as well. Leicester beat Wimbledon 2-0. Um, anyway, yep. So, um, yep, some good results for certain teams. Um, and then the draw came out. Um West Ham's reward for beating United is welcoming City, so unlucky for them. We got Preston. Who did Chelsea get again? We're just showing. Oh. We're just showing the lack of um, <laughs> the lack of research was, that goes into this pod. <laughs> I was I was working, so I didn't really see the draw. Who Let me. I'm not. I need to see this shit. Let me see. Um, yeah, Chelsea uh, got um, Southampton, that's right, Chelsea got Southampton, Arsenal uh, get Leeds, yeah. uh, Arsenal Leeds is a decent, a decent, um, a decent uh, game actually that could be, um, Burnley Tottenham, Stoke Brentford, QPR Sunderland, I think I've gone through everyone, so it should be an exciting fourth round tie, Miller. Um, I think that's um, all the topics. Uh, is there any? Were there any other topics though that you quickly wanted to talk about before we sign off, Patel? No, I think we 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 got it there. We got we got the Arsenal match segment in. We talked about how terrible people were. Gave both our teams a rub. I think we done well. Yeah. So um, yeah, we'll call that a day then, guys. Um, as always, thank you, Mella, for joining us on this fine cold chilly misty morning um as always i hope you enjoy the rest of your day i will i'm off today uh back in tomorrow though but i'm off today so spend a day with the fam and try and enjoy my day off as much as i can and then a lovely my friend's birthday on the saturday but obviously i'm going to go down to my dad's and, and sonny or drawson and watch the football first at his house as he's also a super Chelsea fan and the man that gave me life and also gave me a Chelsea life. So we're gonna go watch that game on Saturday, then get drunk on a Saturday night, go into work on Sunday, hungover, and then repeat the same cycle over and over again. So excited times to be me. Fair enough, Bill. I hope you do enjoy your day and thank you to everyone who has listened. Um we do always appreciate all your support. Um of course tweet us on Twitter. Um, at the Good Vest Evil Pod with all your thoughts. Have you got any suggestions and whatnot um, of what you would rather, what you would, if there's anything that we're clearly not talking about that you think that we should or you would like us to, um, we can always um, discuss on adding new leagues into, into the conversation. Um, but until then, um, it is a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. And take care, guys. Stay safe. And we will see you next week.